salutations, salutations, and the more salutations. Welcome to another installment of your favorite show, The Dell Ryan Report. I am Ryan Humor and Hey man, and it's your boy, man, about Dell Time. If this your first time listening, make sure you like after watching the video and make sure you subscribe if you like the content. But before we get into anything, man, Ryan, humor, man, please tell us what's on the chopping board today. Before I get into that, if you don't like the video or subscribe, leave in the comments and tell us what Dale did wrong. So That's a good point. If you did not like it, just let us know what he did wrong. And, and if you don't like, if you don't like Ryan's goatee with no mustache, you can also say that too. Like, I hate niggas with no goatee, with goatee and no mustache. Billy goat looking ass. Listen, man, anyway, this is what's on the show for today. We're going to talk about... We're going to talk about the KD video. All y'all saw the KD video. We're going to open up with the KD video. And <laughs> <laughs> we, We're going to figure out and go from there. And we're going to find out what's going on with the KD situation. I got an interesting question to ask Dale. I want to find out whose fault this was. And y'all may not know where I'm going to go, but this is somebody's fault. And it may not be KD's fault. Then we're going to go ahead and hop in to some inflation high interest rate tactics that are being used by companies to keep people even more broke. And we're going to explore how low can we go? Right. Secondly, I mean, thirdly, we're going to, we're going to salute the Mexican cartel. We're going to salute a, a we're going to salute a criminal drug, an international drug organization uh, that cuts people's head off. And we're going to salute them for showing them, <laughs> for showing very good uh, a tourist etiquette and just showing, I'm sorry, not tourist etiquette, for, <laughs> for showing accountability. <laughs> take, yes, there, there. I was going to say tourist etiquette. Come on now. <laughs> taking accountability. And then lastly, lastly, I mean, about the time I'm going to introduce a brand new segment. It's gonna, we're going to introduce a brand new segment called, I'll get to it at the very end, but I think y'all going to like it a lot. And this is going to be an interesting <laughs> twist on what we do. So before we hop into the show, man, first of all, I just want to give a, Massive shout out and send the send the big hand heart no homo uh out to my family pulling up to the show last night. Hey. Uh, shout out, man! Shout out Tyrese, Heather, Regina, Jose, Thomas, Tim. Uh, shout out Steve, Eddie, and Tony Gonzalez for having me. Of course, shout out Veronica for pulling up. And man, it was a it was a very solid, outstanding. Shout out Modesto, had an outstanding time. I did a 15 minutes in a brewery. The way the brewery was set up really nicely because they had the crowd in the front and then they had like this bar in the back. Like mm-hmm. you know how they when you go to the airport and it's a it's a restaurant and that restaurant has like uh basically a gate to separate people from outside of the restaurant to the inside yeah, of the restaurant. Yeah, I like that shit. Right. A lot of breweries, a lot of breweries don't have no gate. So it's just you just in a big ass warehouse and everybody just doing whatever and they get just shopping doing cartwheels but the way <laughs> But the way this one was set up, there was a little, a little like bar, like it was a, a gate surrounding where you want, where you're doing a performance at. So like okay. if you wanted to pay attention to performance, you can come into this gate, and if you didn't, you can go over there. So it was a dope, it was a, it was a great ambiance. Um, the nuance, it was, it was cool. I got to, I got to drop, I got to drop like a lot of like nuanced jokes, like for the Modesto crowd, for like the let's go Brandon people, if you will. And yeah, all in all, man, it was just the outstanding time. Shout out to my homie Kiefer and Mark Maple. We went to the little cigar bar. I uh, went to the little cigar bar after. My homie Kiefer was like, hey, you want to go to this uh, cigar shop after? I was like, I didn't even know that you rolled like that, Kiefer. But yeah, I'll pull up, man. So me, me, Mark Maple, Kiefer, Veronica, we chilling. I got this I got this stogie with the little Zinfandel. Zinfandel's my favorite. Shout out to my homie mm-hmm. James Jay. And I'm just vibing. We vibing. We talking. We talking shop. We talking about the show. We talking about next shows, politics. We talking about writing styles. It was it was an outstanding 
evening. If I forgot to thank anybody, oh, the guitarist, I forgot his name, but dude was killing it. He broke, was bringing everybody up to, to a song. It was lit, man. I had an incredible. Oh, damn. That's, that's, you had a guitarist bring you up, like a live guitarist. Yeah, the guitarist, was, the guitarist was playing through, was playing through everybody's set. It was lit. Like it was, it was the outside of the time. And, and, and it was one of my, it's interesting depending on the venues you go to because I was in Modesto two weeks ago. Great show. We're just at the boardroom. It was a nice, like, quiet, intimate environment. It was a nice venue. This venue was a brewery, but because of the outcome of the show, this one was just so much more fun. It might have been, it might have been, I don't know, 100, 150 people in there. Wow. Maybe, I, maybe you know, it's 70, 75 to 125, I would say. Yeah. That's dope. I don't know. Y'all as listeners, I know some of you have. If you haven't seen a Ryan Humor stand-up performance, bro, please make sure you look at his booking dates. He keeps them on his Instagram. Uh, definitely his flyers always show you any upcoming shows. Um, he's always coming to a city near you. So make sure you go out and check that out, man. I'm going to tell you. Like they say, if I like it, you're going to love it. So, man, just just make sure you go check that out. I promise you, man. I hate telling people what they're going to love and like, but I know y'all will love this shit, man. He is a funny, funny guy. I didn't think he was funny when he was younger because he was a bully. But now he's funny. Nigga's funny. Listen, I, I, this, as Dale said, I'm everywhere. So you ain't got no reason to not come on exactly. Thursday. Thursday, I'm going to be in Avery, California, which is also basically Sonora. On Friday, I'm going to be in San Francisco. <laughs> on Saturday, I'm going to be in at the Comedy Chateau in Hollywood, California. Uh, March 25th, I'll be in Walnut Creek. And March 30th, I'll be at Laughs Unlimited Sacramento. Either way, man, the dates are, the dates are on, the, on my Instagram. Y'all can peep it, at Ryan Humor. If you make it, cool. If you don't make it, it's all good. Either way, we appreciate you. Either way, if you listen to this, you could be anywhere. I'm not going to say that yet. But yeah, if you hear, yeah, you got to save that. If you hear it and you already hear, so we already all good. Listen, bro, this is what I want to get into right now. I'm assuming you saw the KD video, right? Of course. You know I had to watch that shit, my man. Yo, can you tell that, them what can you kind of tell them what happened, kind of? Yeah, definitely. So KD in warm up looked like he just like getting ready to do a little layup drill. And my man just immediately fall hurt, grabbing ankles. Like it looked like it looked terrible, bro. It, it, it's nothing more to say than that. I mean, he grabbed his ankle at, in a warm up, bro. You're warming up and you immediately get hurt. My man might be cursed, bro. I'm you sorry, know what bro. The thing is, the thing is, bro. Like, similarly to you, right? Similarly to you, when I saw the Instagram video, it looks like he's. It looks like it's the like tail end of a layup drill. Yeah. Right? Tyree showed me a different video yesterday. Uh -huh. And he's actually, he's doing an ISO drill by himself. So he, it's not even like, it wasn't like a layup line. It was like, he got it. He's ready to do a little, a little jab. He does a jab. <laughs> he does like a fake jab step. And then just. Hurt. And then just hurt, man. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Tim and Melissa. Melissa pulled up too, my bad. Uh, yeah, but he, um. He did like a little jab step and then, you know, went halfway in the air and then just fell down, man. Like Damn. just fell down on the ground. Like, so this is my question. What I, so Dale, when you get a chance, watch the video again because it's worse than you think. I'm gonna have to check that out. Because I can see the thing is I can see if you're in the layup line and you're not paying attention and like it's your turn to get the ball, and I can see how that can happen. But in your own ISO drill, no one else That's is in that. You just ugh. And then and then there was a meme that said that they did an x-ray on his ankle and they found the vagina in there. 
No, they didn't. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's what, that what the meme said. <laughs> they said there was a vagina in his ankles. Like, come on, yes. come on, bro. Like, stop. I'll be feeling bad for KD, bro, because do you? Sometimes I'll be feeling How? like you know, I was watching an interview with him recently. Um, and he was just talking about like, damn, he was like, bro, motherfuckers be acting like I ain't shit. Like he was just really talking this. He really was saying this. He's like, I, I, I act like I ain't shit, bro. Like I didn't do nothing before I got to Golden State. Like he was like, man, like they be acting like, oh man, I wasn't a score. Like I, I didn't have scoring titles before then. I didn't do this. I didn't do this. I'm always searching for the. I'm always searching for the ring. Da, 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 da. He was like really breaking out, and I was like, honestly, KD, bro, I kind of feel for you, bro, because like niggas will go in on you. About some shit. Like I remember when he dropped when he had he had like the uh when he tore his he tore his feet, and then one day he just dropped like something. It was like Katie be smoking that weed, fam. <laughs> like they always on his ass. Like right. he can't really have a moment of just like, hey man, I'm just gonna leave. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like bro, he's a great player. He's a great player, but they will yeah. get on his ass. They do, but I think you know, man, that's that's part of and then you got niggas like Zion who just stay injured. Bro, don't even get me started. <laughs> I think I think that's that was the most interesting thing about Kobe, Kobe and mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. People do this thing where they say, "Oh, Michael Jordan, Kobe had killer instinct." They ain't got nothing to do with killer instinct. They just don't care about what anyone thinks about them at all. Like mm-hmm. they they just don't care, and they don't care, and they know they're really good. Like. Kind of mean you talk about this a lot, like on some Harden shit. Like, but Harden's not like a dick. Harden's not like, from what I gather, Harden isn't mean to people in real life. Like how people would say Kobe and Jordan were, or Jordan is. I think when it comes to like a KD and like a Steph Curry and a LeBron, they don't even do nothing to hurt nobody. But right. there's, but like there's, they have a huge amount of credits for the amount of success they have, which is really weird. Whether it's KD where it says, you can't win a ring without Steph, or it's LeBron, you'll never be Jordan. Or Steph Curry, you only you didn't have a Finals MVP, and now that you do got a Finals MVP, uh, a couple of those rings is Kevin Durant's, and you still ain't better than Reggie Miller. How? So no matter what you do, bro, no matter what's gonna happen, they all finna hate inadvertently. Right. It sucks. It sucks. And the cold, the cold part is, KD's like, man, y'all act like I ain't shit. And the problem is, if K- KD, if he had like an attitude like Allen Iverson, they would leave him alone. If he had an attitude like Carmelo, they'd leave him alone. But they know it bothers him. They know that. They know it. They know that they're, unfortunately. Poke that nigga. Um, they just poke him. So this is my question for you, Dale. This is my question for you. I want to ask you, when it comes to this KD injury, I want to ask you this. Is this the is this KD's curse? Is this, is this his curse for, like, leaving Golden State? Or, or is this Chris Paul's curse of never being able to win a ring? Or is this the curse of Michael Jordan to this, uh, beating the Suns in the finals? Because ever since Michael Jordan beat Charles Barkley, the Suns would get close and then they then they fall off. The Suns would get close and then fall off. Back in the day when they had Steve Nash, Amar Stoudemire, Goran Dragic, Joe Johnson, they was raw, Tim Thomas. They was raw. Uh, the Chandler guy, they was cold, but they couldn't get they couldn't get past they couldn't get past the Lakers. Then they couldn't get past the Spurs. And we fast forward, and then they lose to the they lose to the Bucks in the finals. And and Chris Paul, I uh, think, um, and Chris did Chris Paul? No, that wasn't that how Chris Paul got hurt. 
But Chris Paul doing all this, like Chris Paul doing all this vegan stuff and like eating right and staying in shape, and he an OG. KD show up and just break his whole ankle. Whose curse is this, Dale? Is this the curse of Michael Jordan? Is this the curse of Chris Paul, or is the curse of KD? I'm gonna say this: the curse. It, the, the, let me first off say this: they're all interesting perspectives. Um, definitely, I love that you did your research and to go back to the '90s, and then of course go back to to Chris Paul, because a lot of times people forget that Chris Paul does have these 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 situations that happen. He all like I mean, literally from where he could have played with Kobe. And they was and then and then and then Donald Sterling was like, no, nah, you can't go there. <laughs> and then years later, everybody played. Everybody years later, now it's it's just reckless anyway. So which is which is so so stupid, so stupid because he was gonna go there. And the, right. the nigga and the nigga, the man, um, the man Dan Gilbert from the Cavs was like, no, nah, bro, LeBron just left. <laughs> ain't, ain't none of this, no, nah, bro, like. Nah, bro. Yo, it ain't been. The, it ain't no reason. He said, "What? Everybody else gonna be the Harlem Joe Charge, and we gonna be the we gonna be the generals?" Nah, bro. Nah. And David Stern was like, "All right, all right, bro. Calm down." And so, no, you're right. It should like that be happening to the man. That should like that be happening. So, however, I'm gonna say that this is the curse of KD leaving the Warriors. Not because I'm a Warriors fan. Not because of. Uh, I just not because it would happen in Brooklyn, any any of those things. I think that I think he's just been having that curse, fam. I feel like you know when you leave a it's like when you leave a, a when you have a good chick, bro, right? And um you have a good a good a good woman, right? Yeah. And you end up fucking it off. And then after that, bro, it just feel like and, and you fuck it off because of something stupid, right? Like because of something minute, like she make more money than you or some shit like that. And you like, I can't be with no woman who just make more money than me. She cooked, she cleaned, she did everything for you. Right. But your ass, you so, you so, you, you so insecure that your ass break it off with the chick, right? And then you go off and go off and be like, well, fuck it. She go off, get married to another nigga. He end up doing everything for her. You end up getting in another relationship and that bitch just road dog you off fuck you up you know what i'm saying do all of the shit you won't steal your money break your car all type of shit right just break your shit but like basically i feel like that's what's happening to kd i feel like when you get like you 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 said a, in your uh synopsis you said a really good thing you said you know he gets caught up so much on what people think and i think that that's exactly what happened you got caught up it's like he never like he was in kd he was he was with he was with uh and i think this started out with okc he was with Westbrook. People were like, Westbrook need to make sure he give KD the ball. Right? So then he's like, he don't tell Westbrook that he's leaving. He just leaves. You feel me? <laughs> right? You don't even tell a nigga, just, nigga, I'm out. Nigga, just one summer, they just, you know, Westbrook all getting ready, like, bros, like, we're gonna be, okay, wait to get back with my bro, get in the gym, and then he just find out, like, wait, my bro going to the team we just lost to? Can't believe this shit. Right. right, he gets over there, wins two championships. It's like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Gets caught up with niggas talking about, well, this ain't KD team, it's Steph team. Wait, what do you mean? Gets mad because Draymond yells at you or whatever. So you like, you know what? Fine. If they don't let me, I'm gonna go over here. Now you leave. Then you go to Brooklyn. Then you think, oh man, I'm gonna stack my team up. I'm gonna have Kyrie. I'm gonna have James Harden. James Harden comes over there, doesn't like the organization, plays sloppy, decides that he's gonna gain hella weight. And then basically Kyrie out there just decided that fuck it, bro. I'm I need peace over everything else. 
So now you like, damn, I done put the nigga who, who doing yoga in the middle of practice, the nigga who eating sandwiches in the middle of practice, nigga, this shit seems reckless. Right. Like I'm saying, like, so now, and then, and then you get hurt there and then you go and then come all the way to LKC and it's like, I mean, okay, see, I'm sorry. Then you come back to the Suns and it's like, damn, you get hurt on the ISO by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Now you really, and I think in like, the pregame, in the pregame, this guy telling you something. You need to stop trying to depend on another motherfuckers. You need to stop trying to, you know what I'm saying? You can't blame nobody else now. There's nobody else to blame. Every other situation you could say, I left OKC because of Westbrook. I left, I left uh Golden State because of Draymond. I left Brooklyn because of the organization. Now you here, nigga, you got hurt because of yourself on an ISO drill. So it's your curse. Damn, man. Damn, man. I don't. Damn, man. I mean, we've talked, we've talked, we've spoken a lot about, we've spoken a lot about, I want to say, KD and this curse. Yeah. And well, KD and like the choices, you know, because some, and the interesting thing is, I always thought it was weird how, not weird, not weird, but I always thought it was, I, I was always intrigued by the idea that you leave OKC and then deal with all the vitriol and then go to the Warriors. And then leave again because you already dealt with them hating on you. It's only gonna last for so long. And then you went and like the thing is, if you went there and just won and just collected them and you was just Thanos, Lord of the Rings, people gotta respect it. It's it's almost it's almost like this, Dale. If he he got hurt in the finals, if he stayed a couple more years and the Warriors won, let's say let's say they won like two more, and he stacked up four over there. What nobody you, give a fuck about what, nobody... they, what are people gonna say about you know you know what you know what would happen? This is what happens, Dale. For all you Jordan fans out there, this is what happens. If you get enough rings, people don't care who was on the team. Like MJ, to this day, people, well, Scottie Pippen was all right. Steve Kerr was all right. Well, Bill Jackson, he was all right. But Jordan, he could have did that with anybody. You know why? Because they have that many rings. So right. if they got six rings, it wouldn't, there is so many rings, they don't care who's on the team. Especially KD go there and they collect four. Then he got to retire eventually. It's like, no, all those rings is KD's ring. But he got so caught up in like what people think, which is just which is just really weird. But I say that to say, I don't think it's his curse, man. I don't think it's his curse, bro. I believe, I believe this is the curse of the sons. It's the curse of the sons, B. Because you know what, you know what I find highly intriguing, Dale. Do you know you remember when there were a lot of Suns fans? Yeah, yeah. We knew we knew a couple. I knew a lot of Suns fans, right? Um, and then there when the Suns fell off, you know where those Suns fans went? To OKC. They went to OKC. Yep. That's the same fan base. (laughs) It's the same. It's the same fan base, bro. I didn't have to. You know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) It's the same fan base. So these these Suns fans are like, all right, man, we never gonna win nothing, bro. OKC is the way to go. They go to OKC. They chilling over there. They chilling, they just big chilling. Then KD leave, and then some of them, some of them dip off to the Warriors. Some of them dip off to the Clippers. Some of them just hang at OKC. They don't really know what to do with their life. I think a lot of them went over to the Clippers. Right. So after that, after that, the Suns fell off a little bit, and they start. They got. They got. They got book. They got Booker, and it's like, all right, we getting money. Like we fire. Like we the Suns. We good. Like we coming back up again. We so then the Suns fans started to emerge. They started to emerge again, and I thought they could be cool. But nah, the basketball gods was like, no, no. The basketball gods be coming down from the sky like Dan Gilbert did for the Chris Paul trade. And they'd be like, right. no, 
And then even when Charles Barkley, what Charles Barkley was on the Suns, big chilling, winning MVPs, getting it in. Him, Dan Marley, Kevin Johnson. They go to the finals, Michael Jordan punched him in the face. Greatness is not for the Suns. I don't know why, but they we talk a lot about this. They talk about what's it called? The Chicago Cubs curse. Mm -hmm. Brown, they talk a lot about the Angels Browns. curse. It was an Angels curse for a while. Angels curse. And then yeah. the thing we 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 easy to talk about the Browns being cursed because one, they're called the Browns. Two, nobody likes the Browns. And three, nothing's cool about the Browns. And four, they have Deshaun Watson and nobody likes Deshaun Watson. So they're the Browns. It's okay to say that they're cursed. But we should really investigate. We should really start to think about as a people, as a basketball right. staff, breaking away from the crew. We should start asking ourselves, are the Suns cursed? Like, you really got a trip, bro. You remember, you remember how, like, Steve Nash, Steve Nash won. I could... I know he won. I know he won two MVPs. It could have been three. Steve Nash won at least two MVPs on the Suns. Mm -hmm. He was winning MVPs. MVPs, bro. It, MVPs. MVPs. Back. Over Kobe. Dale, MVPs. And these boys, Dale, Dale, these boys ain't been to, these boys didn't make it to the finals with Steve Nash. They didn't make it to the finals, Dale. The Suns are cursed. I don't think this is a KD thing. I do agree with all the stuff you said about KD. However, I think this is a son's curse. And that what if it's just a curse of all of the curses? See, look, what if it was just <laughs> but hear me out, right? So what look, does that, that mean? Because look, look, because look, I think curse a curse of all the curses combined, like all the curses that you mentioned. So I say that to say, like, <laughs> there's the there's the Chris Paul curse, right? There's the okay. son's curse, and then there's the KD curse. Now, what if it was like the sons didn't have a curse, they didn't have their curse, but it was just a Chris Paul and a uh and a KD curse, right? They would, they would eventually like the way life works. Those curses would make a positive because two negatives would make a positive, right. right? So then, basically, like it would be okay. But then adding that third curse is just a compound <laughs> of curses. Okay, I see what you. No, I see what you did. Yeah, so you feel they me? Were like, to, they were supposed to balance each other out. Yeah. You put also if you put if you put Chris Paul and KD on a different team, then you could have been cool. But you put yeah. them two on a team that's cursed. Yeah. And then you're it, fucked. No, you're that's, fucked. That's, that's, <laughs> fucked up. That makes sense, bro. It, I think, <laughs> no, that makes it collectively. It's just the curse of all the curses. It's just the curse of all the curses. Bro. Because you know what? I think what's really what I find not surprising is that he's hurt. Right. Nobody's all nobody's tripping are, over that. All of us are more not in a vindictive manner, but all of us think think it's funny because mm -hmm. of the way that it happened. I wish him the best. But that injury is ridiculous. But none of us are surprised. Nobody's like, <gasps> oh my God. None of us yeah. are we're we're more we're we're more surprised by 38-year-old LeBron hurting his foot. Right. LeBron's LeBron foot hurt. What the fuck going on? Mm. LeBron, LeBron about to be 39 in 11 months. We like, well, why is foot hurt? What LeBron? Somebody call the police. Like this we, ain't right. This ain't, ain't right. right. <laughs> this ain't right. Who hurt LeBron foot? We ready to fight. Everybody ready to fight over LeBron's foot. And he's 38 years old. <laughs> KD, KD got KD got hurt doing warm-ups. We like, whatever, nigga. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nigga, this shit nor that's normal nigga. because you know what i was talking about he was hurt before he went to brooklyn yeah yeah so he well, just that's it that's his thing he be hurt before that's his thing though that's his thing he be hurt thing. before every time he switch a team he just be hurt before then like uh like hurt <laughs> i want to know like i want to see i want to see chris paul's face when 
when it oh. when it happened. Like, I just want to I want to see him <laughs> just, <laughs> just shake yeah. his head. And I, that's the that's what I'm saying, bro. I think I can't wait for the Chris Paul thirty for thirty lifetime book story thing about everywhere he's been and who he's played with. That's because gonna be dope. When you talking about, I mean, when you talking about not the Pelicans, but uh, when he was on the New Hornets, the New, New Orleans Hornets. Yep. And then we talking about the Rockets and talking about mm-hmm. the Clippers and talking about the Suns and like close to going to Lakers. He's played with he's played with every star, right. every star. So I'm looking forward to hearing what he, what he got to say when this is all said and done because he got to be somebody that's that's like, bro, I've done everything I can do. I went vegan. I, I eat different. I lost weight, bro. Like somehow, somehow I got an inch taller. I've done everything that I could, I could possibly do. I try, to, I, I try, I try to go. Dude, we're stretching this stuff out like Jordan, like the Jordan story of how he got tall. Yeah, I try to, I try to go play with Kobe. I was gonna go, I was gonna rock with LeBron, but he realized he could be a point guard, so he didn't need to play on his team no more. I got old on LeBron. I've done State Farm I've, commercials. I've done everything I could do, y'all. They Chris Paul might be. When you do the ranking, when you do the ranking of people with like that deserve honorary rings, and you have like Allen Iverson and, and John Stockton and and Carl Malone and Steve Nash, Reggie Miller, the creme de la creme for honorary ring is gonna be Chris Paul. He he, like bro, come on, what are we doing? Right, <laughs> what, just what give him we... one hug. Yeah, he need a ring. He need a ring. Give <laughs> him one, man. Well, just just give even if it's. Even if it's a foil ring, just give him a piece of a foil, foil and be ring. like, yo, this is this is for you. <laughs> because the way inflation is working right now, the NBA might have to give out foil rings. They got all the money in the world, but you know, Dell, it's getting ugly. It's getting ugly out here in the streets. Did you know that Ford is releasing a car that could that could repossess itself if you don't pay your bills? Man, that's wild. That's wild. I did hear a little something about it, but tell me more. Listen, bro. So Ford is releasing a car that that will that will base well i'm sorry ford is applying a patent to what's called self repossess repossessing cars that can drive themselves away so the cars mm. are going to use the cars are going to use gps obviously to just take themselves back to where they belong to if you ain't paid your bill so for those so for those of y'all that have or may have quote unquote known someone that hid their car from the repo man just hid their car it's not gonna work no more. The car just right. gonna take itself. Even if you put the even if you put the car inside your garage, the car gonna open the garage and just leave. Just go. Yo, I got. I got a. Where you going, car? You didn't pay your bill, cuz. Well, first, first the car. The, the car's gonna. The car's gonna give you warnings, like how when AT and T. I've had AT and T a thousand years. They send you a text message like, "Hey, your bill due." I'm like, bro, I pay when I want. It. I saw auto pay. Stop telling me it's due. That's my. I have auto pay. Don't tell me it's due. But they'll yeah. tell you it's due. Um, the cable company they won't. They just turn off your cable, right? Thanks. So they will give you a warning, and if these warnings are ignored, some of the funk, some of the functions on the car stop working. Like some of the things you won't be able to do. As far as I'm, the radio will turn off. Your car charger won't work. They are gonna start just making things in the car not work. Your Bluetooth won't work. Like one of your doors, a couple of your doors ain't gonna lock. <laughs> <laughs> you on a date? You on a date? Like, babe, 
Hey, can we turn the AC on now? Because I ain't paying my bills, so I got like five more days before I pay that. So the AC off. But can I charge my phone? Unfortunately, nah. <laughs> can I leave my person here? Nah, the doors don't lock no more because they, <laughs> they turn my locks off. So my question for you is this, bro. Are you okay with this? I, you know what's crazy enough, bro? Here go woke Dale. I expect the shit like this to happen. Okay. I expect the shit like this to happen. And I think, I think our ancestors have expected this shit to happen. Like our elders expected this shit to happen because I feel like they reading the article and being like, man, I already knew that shit was going to happen. We got told niggas this going to be, that's why, that's why I never signed into Google. That's why I never signed in. That's why I do everything on incognito. Like I don't do nothing on nothing. Like they in there saying they, they so happy that this shit is happening because they've been waiting to tell their kids and all these people that they knew shit like this was going to happen. I told y'all, putting all your shit out there. Now look at you. Now your car's getting repossessed. They got all your info. You can't do none of the shit you used to do. That's literally what they talking about. But like, am I surprised? Nah, I'm not surprised. I Am I with this? I think it's a little... I think it's good. Honestly, you know what? Here's the thing. I watch a lot of repo shows. Like, I don't watch it so much no more. But I'm sure you used to. Like, back in the day when TV was just nonsense TV. Which it still is. But I'm just saying, like, sometimes when you watch a little bit of nonsense TV, like, repo shit, like, that repo shit be dangerous. Niggas be out there, like, like, niggas be out there to fight for their car. Nigga, like, nope. I done seen niggas, even getting a boot is serious. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, so all of that shit, like, this is a good way to prevent health hazards. Just to, pray to, to prevent safety. Like, yo, like, hey, pay your bill before your shit get cut off. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers tired of, like, looking for cars that'll go in the middle of the night, send two niggas to go do it. You gotta do all of this shit. Nah, nigga, the car just gonna drive back and take itself back to the to the lot. And it's cool. Like, like, it's fucked up. I can understand that. But I'm a nigga who pay my bills, so I'm not worried. So I can understand, like, the only niggas who gonna be worried is niggas who, like, if you have any kind of like restrictions about this don't don't lease a car don't don't go get a loan on a car go get your shit flat out you feel me buy your shit flat out so you ain't got to worry about shit like that go to the auction get you a little scrap you don't need to have all of that shit because it is a lot of niggas out here fake balling and it's going to really expose a lot of fake balling motherfuckers it's going to expose fake balling motherfuckers Niggas going to be having a nice ass car it's like oh yeah you out here doing it huh yeah why we can't lock the doors why we can't turn on no ac this a yeah, yeah, but you know, I ain't like pay my bill in like six months. So like they kind of like starting to shut shit off. Like, why do we like you know what I'm saying? Why we can only go why why we can only go to this area? You know what I'm saying? This electric car. Why we can't go here? Shit, it's fully charged. You right. know what I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's so it's gonna expose a lot of fake ballers. I like it. <laughs> they said that they said that if the car costs too much to repossess, like if it's one of those situations where it's not worth the cleaning and the resale, mm -hmm. that the car will drive itself to the junkyard damn i thought you was good so basically the car has a self-destruction a self-destruction button on it like not a self-destruction button but just it has self-destruction like yo and you just get there and now because you know your car can damn near hook up to alexa now and shit like that so now the car just get there and it just hi i am here to do self-destruction the nigga that had me before did not pay bills Please self-destruct. Do not salvage me. <laughs> Do not stop. For real. Do not stop. I think I is my is I think I'm I'm maybe one of those OGs that said I knew this was gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Because in my mind, in my mind, if Elon already made the self-driving cars, and That's to my your point. point, to your point, if people gotta run up, it actually mean you knew a girl whose brother was high in his car 
in her garage. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm yeah, about? yeah, yeah, like, exactly. And I didn't get it when we were younger. It's like, oh, that's my brother's car. He's a uh, he's parks over, but he lives somewhere else. Oh yeah, no, because they looking for it. Who? Yeah. Who? <laughs> Who? Who's that? <laughs> oh, he hasn't paid his payment, and I was like, what do you? I was like, in my, in my mind, and this, this, at my mind, this is before, this is before, like, this is before the criminal window of my life, or not criminal. Yeah. This is before the finesse window of my life, and I'm thinking like, you could just hide a car, like. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like, insane when you say it you like can that. Just like... Hide, you can hide a car. You can just hide it. Right. You can hide a car. I, I was perplexed yeah. as I got older and older. I met more people that were doing that. I was, I was thinking, damn, bro, that's. That's wild. So, honestly, to your point, Dale. I mean, man, listen. Pay your bills. Pay, pay, no pay, pay your bills. And this should, this should really, this things like this. I would think that things like this will make people eventually more financially, more financially responsible. Because if if you know they're gonna take your shit, like if you know the car will drive off on itself, maybe maybe people will stop overextending themselves for loans. Maybe, That's maybe, what they'll, I, maybe they'll get closer to doing that. Like, you know what? Oh, y'all, oh, y'all not y'all don't come get it. No, the car will leave. Yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna get it then. Yeah. That changes yeah. everything, right? Everything. You feel me? And I think like um you 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 mentioned something about this. I can't remember the exact segment, but you had said something about this. It wasn't necessarily about this particular scenario, but, but it's like sometimes this is a way of teaching people to do shit. Like, um, what was the scenario, man? I forgot the scenario you were you were speaking on, but you were talking about how like the government sometimes they would do shit like this. They would just basically be like, you know what, y'all ain't doing like 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 I'm tired of going oh, through bullshit. We're talk- we- when I was talking about, we were talking about abortion, and I was yeah talking about yeah how, yeah, and I was like the government. I was like I don't necessarily think that this is so much about like legal issues or Christianity or religion. They just tired of y'all. So like, you know what? Yeah. No abortions for anybody then. Just none. Yep. We're not doing none. it no more. We're trying to try to figure out the months and who can do what. Y'all using y'all doing this too much. It's too much. No, just none. No, it's really Fuck it. no. We don't want to deal with it. So for this, they're like, we're not hiring repo, man. We just the car is gonna drive itself back. We're not dealing with y'all no more. We're not taking these calls. The mm. car just gonna leave. It's gonna leave. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's you're right. Gonna... It's one of it's when you just when people just redline some shit. Like, we sick of y'all just redlining it. So yeah. no, you're right. You right, because because at at the moment, I mean, I'm pretty sure we're like, and then you give, and then COVID happening. This is why sometimes I be thinking COVID be scripted because the shit that the technology and shit that then came in after COVID, it feel like these niggas had this shit in at at a uh, area 51 or some shit like that, and just was ready to drop this shit. Like, yeah, see, like look, look what we got now. Look what we can do now. Like, damn, like y'all, y'all could. <laughs> you know, you know what I I believe this is what happened during COVID, Dale. A lot of these companies, because a lot of these companies prior to COVID, a lot of startups was popping, mm-hmm. and they were getting a series B and a series A in funding and so on. And when yeah. COVID first popped off, a lot of them closed, but for the most part, a lot of, a lot of them were able to stay open. And when COVID ended or was getting close to ending, there was like a massive hiring rush to hire a bunch of people. During that time, I think a lot of companies hired a lot of tech people, a lot of them. And they wasn't doing nothing else than just being at the house, just coding, creating dope shit. Just yeah. in the crib, coding, creating dope shit. They were doing what California Caltrans should have been doing. Yeah. Like fixing our roads while no one was on them. But that's a different segment for a different time. Because all these potholes in the whole world, in the whole California just falling apart into the ocean during this rain. No, y'all had two years to fix that shit. Anyway. Hell on. So right. I think- Shouts out to the, shouts out to the mayor, the uh, Oakland mayor who did say he's just going to like actually- 
Oh, for uh, the oh, for the pothole. Yeah, pot he hole? said he. Yeah, he said he actually about to just put in like he said like he's really about to put in that work. Like he's about to dedicate money just to fix potholes in Oakland. So I was like, man, I did, I did see the the the, the pothole coalition um, yeah. strategy. Like he's, like, we gonna just fill them all. We gonna yeah. just run, run fuck all of this up. shit. That's he must have probably he probably got a he probably got some low uh he probably got a tire that said low low you know, some low uh, pros low pros and was like you know what it happened to me fuck this shit this shit <laughs> you, you know I don't. He, I don't know specifically how this works, but I think that would have been a great opportunity to be able to keep the Raiders or <laughs> Raiders be like, yo, hey, listen, we have built, listen, we'll pay for the stadium. We'll pay for the stadium, right? And we'll we'll take the loan out. But we need y'all to fix all our potholes. Mm-hmm. And the Raiders been like, all right, bet. And that's it. Like that's or 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 that's how you do the bill. Cause that's how they sneak the bill. And you were like, hey, this is the pothole, this is the pothole filling bill. I was like, Walmart by signing, this is the fill the potholes. Oh, yeah, sign this bill. This is for the potholes. This is for the potholes. And then like, hey, you get the pothole bill, y'all sign a pothole bill. Why the taxes go so high? It's only three, it's only three dollars per person per year. I'll, I'll do that for potholes. Yeah, I love the town. I love the yeah. town. I love the yeah, town. Yeah. And then we got we got a stadium. Like, nigga, how we get a stadium? The pothole bill. The pothole bill. You put it in the bottom on yeah. like number number like I don't know. Uh, addendum three hundred and nine is like build a new stadium mm-hmm. for the Raiders. But it's really about potholes and potholes, potholes schools and giving back to the community for bike trail. But in reality, potholes schools, potholes schools. <laughs> That's stupid. No, because you gotta teach niggas how to fill the potholes. So you have like you have like a you have a kindergarten in a in a middle school and then and then pothole junior college. So niggas get their A. I'm an expert on filling potholes, nigga. You <laughs> yeah, know? Well, like how they start and like just the strategy of them and what they're made of, what to fill them with. Like, different yeah. type of potholes. You can study different potholes, like Jamaican potholes you see in Jamaica, Philippines, mm. Philippines, the Philippines potholes, international potholes, international potholes. Like okay. that's what I'm saying. Like all that education is necessary. But shout out to the mayor of Oakland. But yeah, man, oh, I wanted to ask you this. So right. we obviously seeing people, <laughs> we seeing Ford working on his patent to just take people's cars back. I think that's. That's what I'm talking about just cut costs on hiring repo agents and losing money and the car getting beat up, people people hiding and all the shit. I was going to ask you, what other inflation strategies have you noticed uh, in the consumer world that you feel like are for companies to tighten their belt or to take more money from people? What, have you noticed anything else? Nothing comes to mind right now. Um what else have they been doing? I mean, it's it's been a few different things, but uh, I can't I can't name off anything right now. But that's let such a one, let me share one with you, good brother. Yeah, share me share one with me, you. and then maybe I can did, maybe I can feed off your energy. Did you see the Did you see the thing on Instagram a couple weeks ago where Rena Center had the Jordans for nineteen dollars a week? No, okay. no, what? <laughs> that's stupid, y'all. Don't do that, bro. Do not go get your Jordans from Rena Center, bro. If you go get your, bro. I'm so on y'all niggas head, y'all do that. So Renaissance like Renaissance got a thing where like you can you can buy these J's and they're they're Jordan fives. Like so Renaissance got this thing where you, you nigga don't nod. <laughs> no, it this, makes sense. It makes sense now. Okay, go ahead. Tell me more. So all right, I tell you. So the Jordans, the Jordans are nineteen ninety nine per week, right? And so you you gotta pay to go to own them. You had to pay like $19.99 for 63 payments, right? So that at the end, like they end up being like That's one thousand a little they, over a year. You paying on some joints for a little over a year. They end up being $1,049. Right. 
but but you could rent them though. Like you, if, so, you can rent them though. So you can you, you exchange them after you like 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 no? no see, then it's no. stupid. No, but but like <laughs> it's stupid. So that's so that's my thing. Where that's my thing. Where companies companies are doing what they can to just get any dime from you during inflation. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, there's companies like Ford that's like, yo, we don't want to pay for these services anymore. Then there's companies like Renner Center that's like, yo, we need people to shop here. Right. Some Jordans for $19.99 per month. Listen, Dale, how, Dale, how far are we from the technology where your Jordans repossess themselves? How far are we from that? Not technology? far? Not far at all. What? We ain't that far at all. Why? How? Bro, if you think about this, hold on. Let me 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 put you let me put you on game, bro. You remember when you used to have to put the chip in your shoe? And then basically, like you would put a chip in I your shoe. Those, I remember that, that yeah, Nike technology. Yeah. I yeah. You would that. put a chip in your shoe and then basically it would calculate all of the steps that you took. It would, it would, it would do all of this, right? Yeah. That lets me know we're not that far, bro. Because because if you was already doing that shit, and this was way before smartwatches, this was way before all of this shit, man. This was, I mean, maybe Fitbits was still hot, but I'm saying Fitbits like wasn't even out yet. Fitbits wasn't even out yet. Right. So your shit was calculating. Your shit was calculating your thing, so I, they might already can do it. Dale, Dale, it's two shoes. Huh? It's it don't matter. Shoes. It don't matter. So when the, with the car, the car though, bro, the car has wheels and a GPS in it. Right. It's two shoes, bro. They just How walk. The shoes, you, bro, niggas bro. gonna be watch. I'm telling you right now, bro. Watch, you gonna end up seeing this shit by like 2028, bro. Yeah. How, how the shoes gonna leave your closet? They just gonna walk out. How are they gonna open the closet door, Dale? Their shoes. Their shoes, bro. Niggas go. I'm, I'm telling you right now. They're gonna look at your out. shoes. Can I'm they looking open at the door? my shoes. How how the shoes? They gonna wait. They gonna wait. You gonna open the door? They go. They gonna be smart. They gonna be sitting there. <laughs> nigga, huh, nigga out. Nigga, they gonna run. Nigga, yo, you gonna. <laughs> They're gonna go. Well, gonna be go. Gonna... <laughs> you gonna try to catch your shoes. Come back. That's how you gonna see other niggas running trying to chase their shoes. Nigga, that shit gonna be funny. They get nah, it's not shoes, that far. The shoes are gonna wait by the door. They're gonna be waiting. Like... You get home, they're gonna run out like <laughs> you a gonna, cat. You're gonna be like, Why are my shoes over here? <laughs> like, I guess that's smart. Cause I'm gonna just keep them there. I'm gonna probably wear them later. And then you're gonna open the door, and the motherfuckers gonna sneak out. Huh, nigga, out. Telling you right now, or they just gonna take you with them, like nigga. And then you got Boy, that's that's fire. Like, like, where, like, where am I going? Like, where am I going? And you just, you know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, you just end up back at, at Renner Center or Foot Locker because Foot Locker might end up just taking on that heat too. Like, you know what? Renner Center got some idea right there. Renner shoe, you know what I'm saying? So, listen, man, if y'all, if, if you guys are listening to this and you guys don't take any financial advice from me and Dale ever, if you guys have not taken any over the last since January 2020. Uh, we gotta ask you this: Do not go rent any Jordans. From, don't rent no Jordans, please. Do not please don't rent any Jordans. Not no fives, but just you don't know rent any. Don't listen to this nigga. Don't rent any Jordans. <laughs> if you gonna it's do not... it, bro, go do it for some like limited edition shit, like some shit. If you gonna rent some shoes and you gonna do it, go do it for some limited edition shit. I'm, I'm just don't do any. But if you have to, and you like, you know what? Like I really like, I really want these Jordans. Go do it for some limited edition shit. It'd be at least at least at least look like you got some money, but for a little bit until your shoes run out the closet. I'm just telling you. While we while we're on the process of talking about people looking like they got money, uh, we're going to talk about a billion dollar organization uh, known as the Mexican Cartel. Hey, um, 
the Mexican cartel got in a situation where uh, there was a case of mistaken identity. Some black tourists had went down to Mexico. Uh, there was a mistaken identity situation. The black tourists were attacked. I think one or two of them made it back to America with some injuries. And then uh, the other ones weren't, the other ones didn't make it. They were murdered, essentially. Yeah. Um, it was reported as Americans dying in the shootout when it was first reported. When it was first reported on Five Things, USA Today, shout out my homie S. Walt, me on Five Things. Y'all should check that out. It's news in the morning, five to ten minutes, all you got to know for that day. Anyway, the first story was first reported as Americans died during a shootout, during a cartel shootout. It was later reported that the Mexican cartel um, turned in the individuals that were part of the shooting. Good job. The guy took, like, basically removed them from their organization. Like, y'all can't be in the cartel no more. And then wrote a letter, wrote a letter to, to the embassy. It was like, we're so sorry this happened. We take full responsibility. These niggas ain't shit, and we kicked them out of the. We kicked them out of the organization. Here they are in your doorstep to prosecute them accordingly. And the cartel now is like the heroes. Hey, sometimes you be a villain long enough that you turn into a hero. Like you know, what I'm saying that that's how it works. That's so how it works. I just I want to ask you, but like, what Del? What's your and what's your view on this? How do you, how does this make you feel? I mean, truthfully, my view is is that they probably looked at this and it's like, damn, people really are not going to, like, because this shit, they got people afraid to go to places like Cancun. They got people afraid to go to places like, you know, it's a, it's a lot that's been piling up on Mexico other than the, uh, than the young lady that got killed, like, I think, like, last year by her friends, you know, things like that. Like, even though it's not necessarily dealing with the cartel, when, when you start putting all these things out about your country that looks bad... It, it it loses tourist money. It loses money to come into the country. So I feel like when that happens, the cartel has to be like, okay, bro, we can't just have reckless shit happen. People don't even want to come. People don't even want to take an Uber. People don't want to do nothing. We got to fix that shit. Because if they always thinking the cartel is doing this shit, because that's literally how it goes. It's like, it's like, it's like when, when niggas leave teams, like, for example, this is just a quick call answer, but like if Jordan Poole all of a sudden leaves the Warriors, people going to say it's Draymond's fault. Regardless, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Regardless of whatever happens, you know, it doesn't matter. They're always gonna blame Draymond. That's how it is with the cartel. So when 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 everything goes wrong, they like the cartel, the cartel did this. So they like, man, we gotta we gotta switch our, our whole agenda around. We in every movie looking negative, we here, we there. So it's like you have to say, okay, we gotta turn niggas in for stupid shit. This is dumb, bro. We don't even do shit like this. So we gotta right. get rid of these niggas. This is dumb. Y'all y'all robbing niggas. Y'all probably didn't get much money because the lady, I mean, the lady, you know what I'm saying? She was getting her tummy tucked. I'm not saying she didn't have dough, but I'm pretty sure she didn't have like hella cash on her or shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So y'all didn't, y'all y'all did the shit for nothing. Y'all did the shit for peanuts. It's not like, in, you know, if you're a multi-billion dollar organization such as the cartel, but you can't be out here, you know what I'm saying? Having your, your any of your fucking organization looking like they out here still trying to get mediocre shit. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. So I feel like this is it. I hate to say this is a good look for the cartel, but it is a good look for the cartel. It's a good look. It's a good look. You turned them over. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, oh damn, okay, they did turn us over. All right, cool. It 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 calms down all the media because now now look, it, this is what happens, right? Unfortunately, it's two things that it's it's a bad part to this and a good part to this. The bad part is this: the people that died, we're not going to be talking about them as much. 
It's not going to be too many stories on my minds about them. It's not going to be this whole like, oh, you know, we need to talk about everything that happened with them. But it does eliminate us sitting over here doing this whole trauma story, this whole thing about that. Now we just kind of like, the good thing is, it's like, look at the cartel doing good things. It's almost like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like if John Morant all of a sudden started like bagging groceries at fucking, at fucking, um, at fucking CVS or not CVS, at fucking Safeway, right? If he started right. bagging groceries at Safeway, people all of a sudden him showing guns on Instagram goes out the door because everybody's like, look at John Morant bagging groceries at Target or bagging groceries at Safeway. Target. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> Like he's such a good man buying people's groceries and then bagging them for him. Like he a good guy. Like all that shit changes. So that's what that's what the cartel did. They changing, they're changing the narrative of themselves. Unfortunately, like they. I don't, I don't. I don't think that it's. Thank you for sharing that. I don't think that the narrative for me has been changed. I no. think the narrative has actually just been magnified because mm. when I was younger and we'll go to Mexico, I could see the places that we were supposed to be. This mm-hmm. is the places that we weren't supposed to be. And there was a year when I went to Mexico. Um, I really went to Mexico twice in one year. And then it was when like a lot of cartel movies was out. This was maybe 2000, 2014. No, 2000. I don't know. 2014, 2015. And then one, one of my homies was like, hey, man, um, be careful out there. The cartel this, the cartel that. And I'm like, bro, if you've been in Mexico, like, you can see that their economy is powered by tourism. Like yeah. every the, all that's powered by that, right? So they don't. I don't think that they want Americans not having a good time down there. If that's where Americans, I'm not. That's where Americans go to go have a good time. That's where yeah. we go and spend our money at. Like that when you when you walk when you're in Mexico, you don't see, you don't see like a lot of like random ass office buildings with like jobs and shit in them. You see tourist stuff. Like right. I don't when you go to the city when you go to the San Francisco like some of. Some of San Francisco is fisherman's work. Some of it is Pier 39. Like some of it are like tourist attractions. But the parts you being in Mexico, that shit is all catered to like tourists. A lot of a lot of countries that you go to. The whole port, the whole dedicated port city, Matsalan, Cabo San Lucas, is just dedicated to tourism, dedicated to cruise boats, Airbnbs, and people pulling up. You can't have people not wanting to go there, especially because like man, we get we get the drugs from Mexico. And yeah. it the cartel is like, yo. Man, we can't be killing Biden's people, or else he gonna have he gonna really like he they gonna really try to build this wall. They are gonna really put emphasis on this. Yeah. So, nah, I don't. The narrative wasn't changed for me. In my eyes, in my eyes, it was just it was magnified. Like, I no one ever told me like, hey, we we depend on tourism. It just looks that way. Mm-hmm. What I do find interesting is this: every movie, every mob movie that I've ever seen, there be a situation like this, and they gotta go turn dude in. Like, hey man, yeah. you did this shit. <laughs> Hey, we can't, bro. You gotta go. You know, you, you gotta turn yourself in. You know, you like, fucked you, up, right? You wild. You <laughs> fucked up, right? You fucked up, right? And every mob movie I've seen is like that. And I don't know if it's like I don't know if it's if it's a Mexican mafia thing or an Italian mafia thing, but I just wonder why our other organizations don't work like that. Mm. You know what I mean? And I just I'm saying. Like you talking about like the Crips and Bloods and shit like that? The whole the two organizations I'm gonna point out. Shout out okay. to shout out to uh shout out to Young Black and oh, I'll let y'all see the meme. What's it from? Young Black and Wealthy on Instagram. This dude posted something that said he went through the whole synopsis of the story and was like, How come, how come the how come a criminal organization can be like, we was wrong, mistaken identity, these are the guys that did it, we're sorry. 
take them and do whatever. But our police oh. won't do that when they murder black people. Right. Like the dude was like, there hasn't been one one police organization that's like, hey, we messed up. Here's dude. Here's mm-hmm. dude. Y'all do what y'all want. Here's dude. We drop him off at the courthouse. He ain't with us. He's not the police. He right. ain't police. Like the cartel can do that, but the police can't do that. And then I start thinking, like there's be these situations where I don't know this for sure. Listen, I'm gonna be in Chicago. I'm gonna be on the block. I don't really be in a town like that. I'm gonna be in. I'm gonna be in bad place in Miami. I'm gonna be in Houston like that. But I haven't seen a story where, I haven't seen a story where, a mom, a dad, a kid, a auntie, an uncle was caught astray and died, and the gang mm. was like, "Hey, Ron, Ron did that shit. Ron, Ron turned yourself." I haven't seen that story. I'm not saying right. it's never happened. I just haven't seen the story. Because I would think that for all these stories we get about kids catching strays and shit and the wrong mistaken identity and the wrong and the wrong rapper getting shot, there I haven't seen the story where it's like, hey, Dre did that shit, turn him in. And then it's a reply, oh yeah, the Crips came forward and turned in so-and-so. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it, Dale. So of course, when we of course, to your point, to some people that does change the narrative, the narrative of the cartel, like, oh, these niggas, oh, all they doing is just selling drugs and killing other and, and beefing with other cartels. Oh, they can do whatever they want. Why was Trump? Why was Trump even tripping over them? <laughs> why was he tripping? But now, but if the gang, the gangs can't, the gangs can't do this, and the police can't do it. Only people we can depend on is six nine and Gunner to save the world. <laughs> Not six nine and Gunner. That's all we can depend on is six nine and Gunner to save the world. Because I don't understand how I don't understand how like a you know they cut people's heads off. And they put right. they cut people's heads off oh, on video. On video, they cover them in gasoline, and then they put a tire on them, and then light the fire so they burn for a really long time. Mm-hmm. They that happens, but like they don't. It's so interesting because the way that we're sold things on movies and media, like the Taliban, is really something to be worried about because they blow themselves up for no reason. They blow them up. They they blow each other up, blow us up, crash planes, fight a whole war over there. Whole war we fought for twenty years. The cartel's like, bro, we don't do nothing that we just selling drugs. <laughs> we just selling drugs and we just we're just we're just we're just selling drugs and trafficking women, bro. Like, leave yeah. us alone. Like, that's it. We don't want to hurt nobody. And America's like, that's cool, man. Good for the cartel, bro. Like, that's hello. What's up? That's but that's good. Good for the cartel. That's good for them. You be having you be you be a. You be a nigga that's like working part time at Best Buy, and you like you like thirty nine. You still at home. You got hella debt, three baby mamas, and you an immigrant. And your pops is like, shit. Why you can't? Why you can't just? Why you can't get a good job like your brother working with the cartel? Like dad, they won't take me. You probably <laughs> right. They won't. <laughs> probably right. The cartel's a good job. The cartel is like it's like working at Kaiser or Costco. Like that's what right. it seems like. They they really out there looking out for their people, man. So I don't they know. Take man. Care. They More take care. They take <laughs> care of the community. <laughs> they take <laughs> care of the community, man. And when I read that meme, people like, how come the police can't do this? That's a good point for though. us. But and my answer was, my answer on the meme was because the cartel respects American tourism. Mm-hmm. And the police don't respect Black America. Like it's that right. simple. Like, but I just think that your organization would have more clout if y'all was really if y'all if you took accountability, right? Me yeah. was talking a little bit earlier off show about 
when certain things pop off, when accountability is instantly instantly reflected, people can't really say a lot more about what the variable was. You forget because you don't expect people to you don't expect people to take credit. For, you don't expect, expect people to take accountability for shit at all. That that's that's our common misconception is is like because in most of the time with people, we happen to get on defense mode immediately when things go wrong because we feel as though we need to defend ourselves or insert reasoning behind it or blame or 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 have blame to someone else hey man this it's not me it's society it's not me it's this it's not me it's the police it's not me it's this it's in, right. so instead of just being like you know what man i actually fucked up bro i've been driving hell along without no l's bro and and i was speeding and i had liquor in the car so when they pulled me over I should have like, you know what I mean? Maybe not getting out and yelling and being belligerent. Like that probably wasn't a good move. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what? Like, honestly, sometimes I ain't going to lie to you. The police, sometimes I've heard it don't always work. Don't, don't think this shit always work. Like if you go and tell police, you know, I got in the car. So like, I was going to hit that later, but so it ain't going to let you go. No, they're going to probably take you. But I'm just saying like, but, but a little accountability, it, it goes a long way. Yeah, do yeah, do absolutely, man. At one thousand percent. One before we hop before we hop into this thing, I want to before we hop into this thing, I want to tell y'all about. I want to I want to give a shout out, not even a shout out, man. Just like big big respect, big black actor respect to Jonathan Majors, man. He played yes uh, recently played in Creed three and was also in like the latest Marvel Love Country. I, I didn't get uh, Loki. Yeah, Lovecraft Country. Um, he was also in um. The last man in the last man in San Francisco. Yeah, and he was in uh, Chas McBoseman's last movie about those Vietnam vets as well. Yeah, so, uh, Five Bloods. Um, so I think I think that I think his and so his next his next role coming up is the uh, Dennis Rodman. And the interesting thing is for me, not even the interesting thing is for me is I'm not I wouldn't be interested in seeing a Dennis Rodman movie off rip. <laughs> but when I found out he's playing it, I'm down to see it. Dennis Rodman among like um, among. Like my '90s favorites, like is like Dennis Rodman, Charles Barkley, and Allen Iverson. They all have like this different like attitude about themselves, like not really caring what people think. And Dennis Rodman was one of my like one of my first favorites. And to to find out Jonathan Major's gonna play him, I was like, oh, dope, because the way his attitude is from Creed, he got. I think going forward, my combination for him is what I what I think about. I think about a Forrest Whitaker slash yeah. Johnny Depp. Because I feel like when it comes to Johnny, Johnny Depp has like Johnny Depp has an incredible amount of range. Like Willy Wonka, pirates, gangsters, fed officers. He can do anything. And then with the the raw emotion. Gilbert the Great, in case y'all don't know. Yeah. That was one of my favorites. Gilbert Grape, old school. And then when it comes to Forrest Whitaker, just the raw, the raw emotion and the the just the way they can sell anything. When you see mm-hmm. you see Forrest Whitaker, they don't change nothing about him really. But I believe every character he has. I every just believe character. it. So in John and he's in Forrest Whitaker it looks so distinctive. So, but he's acting so good. I don't see him as anyone else. I, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't see him as Forrest. I see him as whoever he's playing. Who's every plan? Yeah. And then with Jonathan Majors, he looks very distinctive. But whatever he's playing, I'm sold. It's not like oh, that's Will Smith. That's always Will Smith, forever Will Smith. Like it's, I don't feel it doesn't feel that way. Yeah. So yeah, man, shout out to him. Shouts out to him. Shouts out to him because, and I, I love that you said it. Like I honestly wouldn't have been interested in seeing a Dennis Rodman movie, but I actually think the storyline is dope. So do you, um, the storyline is 
the time that he had uh, took Dennis Rodman had took 48 hours to go to Vegas. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so Jordan had, if you ever watched The Last Dance, Jordan talks about how he told Phil Jackson, don't let him go on vacation because we're never going to see that guy again. And then Phil Jackson goes to uh, Dennis Rodman and he basically gives him an ultimatum that, you know, if you're going to go, it has to be within 48 hours. And he goes to 48 hours. And basically, it's just an opportunity for us to see what happened in that 48 hours. You know, everyone probably has this like wild uh, imagination of probably what would happen in that 48 hours. He was out there with uh, Carmen Electra at that time, who was happened to be his girlfriend. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens. I think what is interesting about what you just said about how Jonathan Major really can actually sell who he's playing or portraying at that time is that he is 33. And so at this time, he's actually three years younger than what Dennis Rodman was at that time. Overall. And and yeah, and he's actually only six foot. And of course, that means he's six inches lower than what Dennis Rodman is. So, you know, you're going to have to really do some acting to kind of sell this. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see what it is. A lot of people, not a lot of people, actually, I, I saw this one, uh, one interview where he kind of talks about it. He was uh it was after like the Creed he was doing like a on the red carpet or whatever like that on a on the premiere of Creed, right. and the guy the interviewer asked him oh you know are you you heard you doing Dennis Rodman and da 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 right he's like yeah are you gonna wear the are you gonna wear the dress are you gonna wear the dress and he kept asking the dumbass question and my mind I'm like bro why you always wanna see a black man in a fucking dress like are you gonna wear the wedding dress are you gonna wear the wedding dress it's like no nigga they ain't got nothing to do about him wearing the wedding dress right. this is not a uh, a di a, a docu series of Dennis Rodman. This right. is literally that's why I'm happy that he's only doing the 48 uh, this particular scenario of of uh, Dennis Rodman not happening to when he married himself because a lot of people don't know that when Dennis Rodman had put that dress on he came on that on a flute that actually happened because he was doing he was writing a book at the time and what he was trying to do was he was just trying to promote the book right. and um. So they asked him, like, the publishers and things like, well, what do you want to do to promote the book? He was like, well, you know, what if I just married myself? You know what I'm saying? He's in uh, some uh, French, like, designer there was like, oh, that sounds great. Let's go ahead. And they made him a dress. And then he, Dennis Rodman had the idea to get a whole bunch of bad women, put them in tuxedos, and they'll be the, uh, they'll be basically, like, the groomsmen and shit like that. And then he went in. Uh, so it's a, like, a bit, basically to say all of this, it's a big ass story about why he did that. That might yeah, be a movie on stuff. his own. Yeah, so that, that might be a movie on his own. I love this. I really want to figure out what happened. Um, I think I think Jonathan Major's great. I've been uh between him and Desmond Idris, uh the, the they've been killing it. Uh Desmond Idris, if you guys don't know, is a guy who plays in Snowfall, very much compared uh to Denzel, uh young Denzel. He's been very much compared to that. A lot of people compare him to Denzel. They say he has a lot of mannerisms like Denzel Washington, and I think he's killing in it. And I think Jonathan Major, like you said, is comparable to Forrest Whitaker. And it's just really good to see these Black excellence happen and, and, and for us to get uh, so much, so just so much talent lately has been coming out. And I'm loving it right now, man. I'm loving it. Yeah, um, the, the Forrest the Whitaker comparison, I got that from, even though it may sound far off, I got that from Creed 3 because um and when he plays a uh, diamond a uh, diamond damian anderson mm -hmm. he gets out of jail and he's like just super he's just super just on his grind like he's yeah. not caring about like what nobody's saying got this like he has this attitude that forrest whitaker had when forrest whitaker played a detective on the shield 
mm-hmm. it's just this like this like this this like bravado was so just forced. Immediately, it was just forced. Like I could feel it because Forrest, Forrest do this shit where he loud, he loud, like, but he's not, he does shit where he's passionate without being super loud, but then he's also like just super vulnerable. It just, it's, it's an outstanding combination. Like Forrest Whitaker, Johnny Depp, that's my combination for the Jonathan Majors. I, I, we're going to see how well this ages in like three or four years. That's what I have for you, though. I have, I want to, I was on Instagram and I saw this conspiracy that I wanted to ask you about. So um, there's these compare. There's you've probably seen these Instagram memes where they say, "What conspiracy is crazy for you?" But like you really believe that shit is like popping. And I, what I found out was, I'm gonna ask you how you feel about this one. Are you familiar with Mattress Firm? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's a conspiracy that Mattress Firm is actually a front to just launder money. And the reason, the reason why, a chick pulled up several different maps of several different cities and was showing how there's there's often three to four mattress firms within like a two mile square radius. Mm-hmm. There's hardly anybody inside. They're close to each other, as I just said. They've experienced financial problems in the past. And for me, I don't know anyone that's ever been inside of one. Every time I see one, the parking lot is empty. No employees, no nothing. Mattress can't be making that much money. So apparently, this woman felt like it was a front for a money laundering operation. I googled it. I said mattress firm conspiracy, and y'all can look into it too. Dale, how do you feel? I can see that shit. I can definitely see that shit because I don't even know nobody who's ever like, yo, bro, I went to mattress firm and got a mattress today. I've never, like, never in my, never in the years I've been on this earth, bro, ever heard anyone say that they got a mattress from mattress firm. I've never seen, I've, I've, I think I worked by a mattress firm and didn't never see nobody go in that bitch. Like, so I definitely believe that. It's kind of like how Arby's is. I wonder who's funding Arby's. I've always wondered that. Like, who's funding Arby's? Because I think Arby's low key is like, might be like selling, selling uh, opioids or something like that. Like, they might be doing something. I actually have a, I have an Arby's a story for you about the other day. I went. To, I was try, I tried to go to Arby's. I tried. I tried, really okay. tried to go. There was one in Rancho. There was one by my house. No one was ever in the drive through ever. To, the other night, I was coming back from not a show, uh, not a date. I was coming back from um, from eating Thai mm-hmm. with Veronica, and I was coming back. And I stopped at fly. I stopped at Flying J. I stopped at Flying J to get some uh, to get some food, but they. They didn't have any food food. I'm like, is Arby's open? And somebody, <laughs> and somebody was in the drive-thru. I was like, these niggas, it was like four in the morning. I'm like, these niggas, why are they open? So I like, so I get in the drive-thru. I'm looking at the menu, like, okay, they got they got some Arby's has the meats, right? I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking at the thing, like, all right, this is a lot of food, man. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Dude was like, all right, be with you in just a minute. And I sat there. And I sat there. And three minutes went by, and I was like, man, fuck this. And I just reversed out. And I was this close. I was this close, bro. I was this close to eating at Arby's. They knew. They didn't want your service, nigga, because it's my like, The person that was up there, nigga, he was dropping off the bag, nigga, or the opioids, nigga. That's why. Nigga, they was like, you wait, <laughs> wait, you're saying, you're saying they opened up. They opened up. Just to collect that bag, and I exactly. caught them slipping. It's like, hey, niggas, nigga, drive through. Yeah. And I'm like, they didn't look down. They didn't even take my order. It's not like dude was like, hey, if I was like, hey, can I get the, can I get the spicy fish? And they're like, we don't have no fish. 
Dude was like, hey, we got somebody at the thing. Like, what food we got? He's like, nigga, ain't no food in here. And <laughs> Only opioids. <laughs> all we got is opioids. <laughs> so <laughs> ideally, ideally, this is ideally like thank you for sharing your conspiracy that you believe that Arby's is a front for opioids. So we're gonna put up, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to pull up something every week. If y'all have any interesting ones that y'all want to share with us, feel free to DM us um or put it down in the comments, whatever yeah, conspiracy. Please. And you unique ones, don't tell me JFK, don't tell me JFK got killed by the government. We already know all that. Don't tell me that Tupac is alive. However, if you want to tell me, if you want to tell me. That Tupac is actually who Abdul Jabbar's son. Let me know. Like that's like, that's how you want to roll. Tell me that. But don't tell me Tupac is in Cuba. We all know right. he's in Cuba. Don't tell me that shit. So I, that nigga's not in Cuba. Let me just tell y'all that now. <laughs> that nigga's gone. I'm sorry, y'all, dear mama. <laughs> Anyway, go. I'm like, man, RP Tupac. You know what? I think it's funny about the Tupac shit. The Tupac Biggie shit is like, like if a, it's kind of, it's kind of biased, bro. Because if a skinny celebrity dies, then Tupac just is alive. But yeah. Biggie, like, nah, Biggie uh, did, Biggie did because he was gone. Big. <laughs> like, <laughs> there ain't no way they missed him. Like, Right, it's crazy. No, man. you're right about that. Yeah, man. When the skinny celebrities die, they'd be like, Aaliyah's still alive, but heavy mm -hmm. D. Nah, that nigga dead. That he, nigga he, dead. He, he gone, dead. bro. He died of nigga, he died of some other shit too. But the heavy D died of like heart attack or something, didn't he? You just being you just being uh you just being fat. Just I'm not I think fat, he really bro. did die of like heart attack fat or something. Like that. Right now. Yeah, he bro. died. Yeah. Well, not a heart attack, but he was too he was too big for to be to yeah. for a man. He died. I don't know how you say it. he was too big. He died from he was being obese. He's obese. He wasn't obese. He was just like, let me see. Oh no, too no, big. no! You're right. He had a, he had a pulmonary he had a pulmonary embolism. Yes, uh, ca caused by caused by a blood cat. It's caused by a blood clot in his leg. Yeah, and he was he Jamaican. Also he also suffered from heart disease. What does jerk chicken have to do with this, Dale? Nothing. Jamaicans get a lot of uh, blood clot, man. That's what they say. You're a fucking blood clot. Yeah. You can't just take somebody's slang and attach it to their culture, bro. That's racist, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's, big, that's big racism, man. R.I.P. R.I.P. Heavy D, man. R.I.P. Heavy D. R.I.P. all of the legends of hip-hop, man. R.I.P. This nigga was 44? Yeah. Damn. Young nigga. Young nigga. Bro, you know what's wild about him being this this is how this is how age this how age is so wild how this works because in my mind in my mind in my mind he died two years ago. Right. In my mind like that. In, in my mind, though, he died two years ago and he was 57 in my mind. In my mind, in my mind, Dale, he died in 2011. Yeah. He was 44. So in 2011, 12 years ago. I thought 44 was basically 57. Yep. I was like, 44? Damn, Heavy D was the OG. Yeah. He was a young nigga. Like, yeah, I went to high school with this nigga. Listen, man. Y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, oh, but y'all here with us, and we appreciate that. Yo, man, and as usual, man, if you made it this far, just make sure you like, 
comment, and subscribe. And as we ask, please give us all your conspiracy theories, man. We really want to know those. Uh, and, you know, reserve all of the ones that we already know. We want to hear the unique ones. And, yeah, man, till next time, just know we here at the Del and Ryan Report really, 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 really fuck with you.